Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 486 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And back in the UK, I was in Vegas last week, so uh, everything sort of came together. We got the show on the road and in your ears, which is what counts. And we're back for more this week. And we'll be hearing from Alexis Houston. Uh, Alexis has got a brand new album on the way, so we're having a chat with her all about that one. We will be finding out what's going on in the world of Rob Bowers. There's always something crazy happening, so we'll be hearing from him. That's coming up very soon too. We'll be hearing the latest from Drum, dependents and relatives of Uniform Military, ahead of their annual trip to the National Memorial Arboretum and their forthcoming Halloween event, raising more funds for their chosen charities for this year. And we'll be finding out about a science competition for kids where they can get involved as a young Imagineer and maybe come up with an idea that will save the planet. But first of all, Friday the 19th of October sees the Clint Bradley Band headlining the Health and Happiness Show at Hensford Ex-Servicemen's Club. And I'm joined now on the line by the one and only Clint Bradley himself. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. So tell us a, a bit more about this gig, because uh, do you normally fit into the Americana role? Yeah, we, we seem to uh, fit quite snugly into that, uh, into that label. I mean, um, Western music is... Um, it's quite a misunderstood genre in mm-hmm. the UK. Uh, so um, the Americana umbrella is as good as any for us to uh, to play under. I mean, we do, you know, obviously do country festivals as well. Um, we've, we've, you know, really, there's really no precedent uh, for what we do. Um, as I say, Western music is it's a lot different than people think. Um, it's, it's a genre all of its own in terms of uh, the instrumentation, the way it's played. Uh, the subject matter, etc. It's quite, it's quite a big thing, really. Now, your music itself has sort of uh, evolved over time. You've been in a number of different bands. Uh, I mean, how did it all start out? What really got this spark for you to go off and do this? For me, it began with uh, Western music um, as a kid. Uh, though at the time, I really couldn't find anyone to come on board with, with me to kind of pursue that... Um, Dream, so to speak. So, um, be, being a uh, you know a teenager and wanting to play, um, I also had a uh, an interest um, which I discovered through Western music, which was rockabilly. So mm. um, that that led me to uh, at the time there was a, a bigger a bigger kind of um, following in the UK for that for that genre of music, and um, I met some other kids who you know, sort of looking to form a band and it kind of went from there and uh, set me on a road which took me, um, you know, down that kind of route, which was uh, which was marvellous, you know. We had a lot of fun, travelled the world, etc. But um, uh, the, the, the nagging thing at the back of the mind was always wanting to uh, get back to my personal route, which was Western music. So, um, you know, that, that came about about four years ago, finally managed to secure... Um, I deal with a, an independent label, record label, to do an album of my own stuff, and uh, it's, it's gone from there, really. And within the band itself, the, uh, the the lineup includes Dave Luke, who, of course, is going to be very busy on the night because he's also part of the team that brings the Health and Happiness Show to the stage. So uh, it must be great, yeah, working with uh, with Dave on the the event itself too. Yeah, Dave is uh, Dave was kind of the missing link for us. Uh, it's very difficult to find a guitar player that. Uh, interprets this music the right way um as i said before western music is a completely different um uh, style to country music although the two i know were linked together in the old days country and western but uh, so with dave on board it's really been um it's been the uh it's been the final brick in the wall to make the whole thing complete so uh but he's a busy man of course <laughs> and um i should keep him busy on the night i'm sure and we, we're uh We've had um, a busy couple of months and we've done some marvellous gigs and um, looking forward to the future. 
Well, sounds like it's going to be a good one. The gig itself is this Friday, the 19th of October. The Clint Bradley Band, as I say, headlining the Health and Happiness Show. Hensford Ex-Servicemen's Club, also known as the Soldiers. To get your tickets, you can get through on 07551 791 724. That's 07551 791 724 to reserve them. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Tickets on the door will be eight uh, £9. Under 18 is £5. And it's going to be great down there on Anglesey Street in Hensford. Calic WS12 1A. B. Clint, thank you for joining us. Uh, have a great time with the music. We're going to take a listen to some of that now, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, yeah the fact that you've got a great gig in the area on Friday night. I'm oh, looking forward to it immensely. Thanks very much for having me on. The sun is sinking in the west. The cattle go down to the stream. The red wings settle on the nest. It's time for a cowboy to dream Purple light in the canyons That's where I long to be With my three good companions Just my rifle pony and me Gonna hang my sombrero on the limb of a tree coming on, sweetheart, darling. Just my rifle, my pony, and me. Just my rifle, my pony, and me. Whippoorwill in the willow sings a sweet melody right into Amarillo. Just my rifle pony and me, no more cows to be roping. No more strays Will I see Around the bend She'll be waiting For my rifle My pony And me Just my rifle My pony And me Research reveals a passion in Britain's children for science, superpowers, and making the world a better place. Somebody who knows how to improve things, I- I'm pretty sure, is Dr. Barry Fitzgerald, who joins me now. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Jason. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And uh, what is going on with this survey? Because it's a science technology world that uh, kids are, are learning about, but they- they'd like something a bit more supernatural as well when it comes to uh, some of their skills. Exactly. So this is a survey as part of the Young Imagineers competition, which is presented by Equinar. And uh, one of the questions which you've highlighted there at the very start, we were, the children were asked which superpower would they most like to have in order to make the world a better place. And I think that's the, the key part of that question, to make the world a better place. And 
the answer that came out on top, which is fantastic to see, is that most of the children would like to have uh, healing powers uh, or advanced healing powers with 38% of the children saying that. So um, that's kind of very, very nice to see, far in excess of other powers that you might think uh, might have been more popular. And also other ones at the top of the list were superhuman, superhuman strength and speed. So, yeah, being able to run fast or fly, I mean, that sounds like good fun and uh, particularly useful as well. We've all seen Superman turn time backwards by flying around the Earth to fix things. So, you know, there's lots of opportunities out there in the world of the comic book. And I think that's something that you've uh, a bit of experience of as well. I mean, which which would be your comic book superpower? Uh, I have quite a few, um, I have to say. Uh, I have a huge interest in these superhero films and I've watched them many, many times. And the power changes every every few months at the moment. <laughs> The one that I'd really like to have is superhuman eyesight, just like Hawkeye, who's from the Avengers. So those who don't know who Hawkeye is, he's the guy with the bow and arrow. He looks like Robin Hood, um, and he's the one who fires arrows and rarely misses, but his eyes work in a way that's very similar to Birds of Prey. And at the moment, that's the one power I'd really like to have. Okay, so that'd be quite handy. And uh, have you got a bow and arrow that you've been practicing with, or...? No, what I'm first of all I'm going to do is I'm going to get the power and then I'll start practicing with the bow and arrow. Yeah, because until you can see properly, you wouldn't really want to put anybody else at risk. Exactly. I, I want to do it in a nice big area, nice and clear, nobody around to make sure that there's no accidents. That's cool. Right, David, as it is, back to the survey and the fun stuff. We'll come back to the fun stuff in a minute. Uh, right, it's claimed that children are living in their own uh, microcosm, uh, with research reassuringly demonstrating that uh, today's youth are actually aware of the challenges facing our planet. So it's not quite as we would imagine. Kids are interested in what's actually happening to our world. Exactly, yeah, because in one of the questions for this survey for the Young Imagineers competition, the children were asked, could they name one thing to make the world a better place? And the, the astounding thing is, it came out on top with 50% was that they wanted to make sure that everyone in the world has enough food. And today, being, uh, being World Food Day, I think it's kind of appropriate that, we, that this is the one that actually came out on top. And there's lots of things that would go into trying to make sure we have enough food. And uh, one of these things, is, which was highlighted last week, by the uh, International Panel for Climate Change, or on climate change, was that we need to be able to, to uh, manage or, or take it, um, to try and control what we're doing with the climate, and that can uh, uh, directly affect how much uh, food we are able to produce on the planet and to get enough of that to everybody. So there's lots of thought gone into this. They've answered in a way which was much better than we expected. But, I mean, what else is coming out of the survey? Because, obviously, healing powers are great, feeding everybody's fantastic, but where are they going to go next with their imaginations? So in terms of, of where they can go with the imagination, it's about the, the, next, the next step or what career occupation they'd really like to have. And in the Young Imagineers competition, the idea is that you want... The, uh, the children between the ages of 7 and 14 years old to put together a really nice um, idea or inspirational technology or device that could change the world or make the world a better place by just drawing about it and then writing 100 words. And this, of course, could reflect their the idea of where they might want to go in their future career. And in the survey, we found that, well, 28% of the children surveyed actually would like to be a video game cr creator. And very closely behind that, you have jobs such as a zookeeper or a veterinarian. And all of those jobs, STEM is really important. For a video game creator, STEM is really important because you have to have a good understanding of mathematics, a good understanding of physics to make realistic computer games. And of course, if you want to be a vet or you want to be a doctor, well, then biology and chemistry become very, very important. And, and they're important topics that need to be addressed and that the students should be aware of. Yeah, so the STEM subjects, science, technology, engineering and maths are all important to the kids, which is great, and some good opportunities in that uh, section of uh, the, the the working world in the UK. I mean, we, we've talked in the past on the show uh, about how important it is for, for the likes of video games and, and the coding opportunities there are in the UK, because it's huge, isn't it, over here? Absolutely. For example, up in Dundee is a, a growing uh, industry with regards to uh, computer games and uh, the development of, uh, of, of software for computer games. And, um, you know, I've sat down, I've read some of the books about this, and I'm a physicist by training, and when I'm reading books about being a, a computer game creator, physics is so important. And then added on to that, your understanding of computer programming, and then you have mathematics and problem solving. So it's a, a fascinating uh, opportunity to take many different areas of STEM and combine them together into one type of occupation. Yeah, well, I, I know I love my time doing chemical physics at uni, and uh, you know, th th it's it's interesting how all of this touches on different bits of life that you'd never imagined until you're actually out there in the real world. Exactly. Like, for example, you know, would you, I'm, I'm fascinated by superheroes, but it's, it's turned me on to, in terms of, 
uh, different areas of science that I ordinarily wouldn't have been uh, been looking at. And that's what we want the Young Imagineers competition to achieve. We want children between the ages of 7 and 14 to be thinking about uh, the different areas of STEM and how these different areas uh, can make the world a better place and how they think their ideas could be integrated into the fu- in future society. Well, entries close on Sunday the 21st of October, so the time is now if you want to get this in there. So we've, we've seen the age range. What do, how do they get in touch and how do they take part in the competition? As we just said, the deadline is October 21st. To enter, all you've got to do is go to the website youngimagineers.equinor.com. From there, you can download the application form. On the application form, you need to sketch uh, some uh, an image that's related to your idea and then just write a 100 words summarizing what your idea is and then get those uh, entries into us here at the Young Imagineers competition. Um, thereafter, then, the, uh, the top 10 will be selected to compete in a Dragon's Den-style final <laughs> at, the, um, at the Science Museum on November 24th. And the winning, uh, the winning entry has a fantastic prize, the opportunity to have their, their design, their inspirational invention, their dream turned into a model and shown at the Science Museum for about two or three months after the competition at just outside the Wonder Lab Equinor Gallery. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Equinor is E-Q-U-I-N-O-R. Youngimagineers.equinor.com is where you can go to. As you say, the 21st of October is the closing date for the competition, so get your interest in and get the thinking caps on to make sure you come up with a brilliant idea that could change the world. Uh, that, that, it all sounds like fantastic fun. So you're going to you're have to be a superhero this afternoon, Barry. Is that, is that your plan? Are you going to use your, your special eyesight, which you'll hopefully develop before the end of the day? I'm hoping that I'll, I'll get an opportunity to uh, to meet someone who can maybe help me on that road. And yeah, once I get that eyesight, I'll be uh, I'll be getting the bow and arrow, and I'll be uh, practicing uh, as soon as possible. Maybe one of the youngsters will actually think of a way to make this happen for you, and we can put that in place. Fingers crossed. Or absolutely, what, or... I'd be really happy to see an entry coming in and, and maybe make this a possibility for me. Absolutely, that, that's yeah. right. Dr. Barry Fitzgerald, thank you for joining us. Thank you.
That's Alexis with Light, and that all forms part of her brand new album, This Is Me. She is on the phone now to tell me more about what's going on. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> so, uh, and the music is coming thick and fast, and, and this has got a harder edge to some of the things we've heard from you in the past. It's great stuff. Loving listening to the samples we've got through. I'm going to be playing some more off the album very soon. But tell us a bit about what's going on with your musical journey at the moment, because it always is a work of true passion when it comes to your music. Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess with most real artists, it chronicles where I am in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And yes, the music may be a little harder um, in some cases. Um, on this new project, I've definitely um, had more fun introducing some more hip-hop elements to the music lot more rhythmic music but then again still my ballads are there i've i've included uh, wonderful ballads like unapologetic and silence and 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 morning noon and night so it's it's really where i am right now and i'm excited to share this new music with everyone yeah i mean you've got a a big back catalogue of work that you've done in the past i mean your initial project speak love that uh, was the debut i mean that has just been so well received and understandably so because it is about the, the music, the emotion, and the passion, as I said, but it's also the talent that you have that really brings this to life. And, uh, you know, we, we see that in, in your travelling around the world, promoting the music and sharing with it, and with the single release coming up in November and then the album in the new year, I know there's going to be a massive tour and there's going to be you know, audiences across the globe loving every minute of what you do. Well, we definitely hope so. We're working really closely with my, um, with my agent um, out, of, out of London, uh, Marshall, and um, we are organizing a really great um, world tour to promote the new music. We're probably going to start in the UK and Europe um, before heading to Asia and Australia. So I'm really excited to do this. This is the first time I've shot uh, multiple music videos for the project and uh, working with a live band on the tour. So um, I'm very motivated to do this. And it's about time, I think. Yeah, I'm, it's, I really I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am hoping to get to see you on tour, particularly uh, yeah, the great UK dates that you will have that will be uh, on the way. And uh, But this is about the musicians you work with as well. And that comes from everything, from uh, yeah, the, the the backing band who work in the studio to those who will tour with you. And see uh, the appearance of some, some major names on the album itself. Yes, well, um, I've worked with people that I've known most of my life. Um, on this project, we still have Bashiri Johnson, who is an incredible percussionist. He's worked with Michael Jackson, George Michael, with me, of course. He was her, her, her percussionist for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just happy that he was willing to come and work on this project with me. Um, my background singers, um, we have everybody from Lisa Fisher and Cindy Mizell, you know, from Tina and the Rolling Stone and Lisa Vandross, of course. It's just a, a range of people that work together. I know it's my album. But I still consider it a collaborative effort in terms of um, all the all the players and features that I've had on this project as well. So I couldn't have done it without them. I'm happy that they're part of the team. <laughs> and then that's the important part of it is it's making them part of the team and taking the bits that they bring to it. So it could be a backing singer says, well, no, I'd like to do that a bit like this. What do you think? And I, I know you're the sort of person who will take that on board. Absolutely, because um, I write and produce all of the music on this project. And I wrote and produced um, almost all of the songs on the last project as well. So it's very easy to become very um, isolated and insular if you don't reach out. And I love sharing my music with other artists and hearing what they have to contribute. And I have to say, it really takes the music in sometimes such a, um, a positive direction. It's really fulfilling for me to hear how other people interpret the music that I've had in my head for months and, and, and in some cases years. And ultimately, I think it definitely makes for a better song, a better project, and hopefully a better tour. And this all comes out as well with the, the cameo from Canadian uh, rapper Kip. Yes. And that's, I think, a different sound. You mentioned the hip-hop element, but this is going to be another way of exploring your music and bringing a different layer to it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we shot the music video for this just recently, and I've had a chance to, to look at some of the early edits, and it's incredible. Um Yes, Kip is a young artist out of out of Canada, and uh, of course, Canada has produced some very great musicians and um, and hip hop artists. Um, and he's just another one in that line um, of, of of talented individuals. And having him on a, a mid tempo ballad was just um, it was just exciting and fun and so different for me. I've actually experimented with a little more hip hop because he actually worked with me on another track that we have called "You Don't Know." 
um, that's also on this project. And it's definitely going to take audiences by surprise because it takes me in a direction that I've never, ever, ever gone before. <laughs> and um, I hope that people like it. There's just so many wonderful surprises on this project, either um, from the, the storylines and the music videos to the actual songs themselves and, and the direction and the production direction, writing direction and performance direction that we've taken on this project. Um, I wanted to do what I wanted to do without being tethered or, or, or stymied by the establishment. And um, I got the opportunity to do just that. And Universal, M-E-N-A, who is um, releasing the album, um, allowed me the freedom to do that as an artist, which is very rare and a very invaluable experience. I think it's because they know they can trust you, and certainly we can trust you to bring an amazing <laughs> album to uh, our uh, areas as this is fully released in the early part of next year. We're going to take a listen to Love Will in a moment or two's time as another flavour of the sound that is coming from this. But before we do, give us all the social media details so people can follow the journey and make sure they get themselves along to the gigs which are coming up, as we say. Well, um, it's Alexis Houston on Twitter, and this is me, Alexis, on Instagram. And basically pick it up, see what's going on, follow and make sure you enjoy the fantastic sound. Alexis, always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always a pleasure to hear your music. And let's uh, look forward to great things in 2019. I thank you and I look forward to seeing you very soon. Now, there's always something going on in the world of Robert Bowers, uh, a fine artist and absolute madman as well, who joins me on the line now. Hello, sir. How are you, Jason? I'm good. You okay? I am, sir. How are you? Oh, I think I think we're all right, yeah. Fully refreshed and ready and ready to go. And you, my good fellow, have seemed to be preparing for Christmas based on what I've seen coming up on your Facebook page recently. Yeah, no, I don't like Christmas. It's, 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 it's Christmas, go. What's happening? <laughs> well, I just started carving, whittling away. Mm. Next thing I know... It looks like a hobo Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
there, there's always a twist on absolutely everything with you, from the brood pandas through to all the uh, the brilliant leather work I've seen you doing recently as well, which is going to make great Christmas gifts. But uh, it, it, what, what is going on in, in your world artistically at the minute? Because you say the Hobo Santa is now here with us. Is there, are there any plans for uh, him to explore the world? Well, no, I just want to make him. Yeah. Um, but the, the leather, the leather stuff's become my passion. Mm-hmm. That has just spun off into another dimension for me. So where did all the ideas come from for this? Because uh, you've been, in, you know, got leather, you've got jewels, you've got leather carving, you've got all sorts of stuff. Um, well, you know what it's like. You, you get a piece of material, or say, wood, metal, plastic, whatever, and then you try and see what you make out of it. And, and it just happens that way. It's, it's it's always very organic with you, and uh, the, the the way these things come together amazes me. But I, I know you've got little notebooks where you come up with ideas and things, but this is one that just sort of came out of, there's some material, let's do something. Well, I've, try, I've tried a, a new way of doing something. Mm-hmm. Like what you say, very organic, and just have an idea, say something. Oof, away you go. <laughs> and I've, I've started Pebble. Pebble polishing as well, Jason. It's very, very sad. Uh, what well, see now? That's something. Uh, last time I remember that being quite as so in vogue was probably the late nineties, and everybody seemed to have a little drum of pebbles whizzing round in their house, keeping them yep. awake all night as they rattled together to buff them up. Yep. You've got a, at least a workshop to keep that sort of thing in. That well, yeah, but still very sad, isn't it? Um, I, I think it's a bit of fun. And, and are these being incorporated into some of the works of art in, in uh, different ways, or is it they're just your new friends? Jason, I've known you a long time, and I want to openly admit I love pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, the, the, the blue bumps were kind of going that way, weren't they? Well, I think that's maybe where it come from. I just, I, I've got no idea to paint them. Mm-hmm. I just love the colours. Something will happen with them. Might as well just see what see where it goes. You're going to be hoarding pebbles for a bit, and then it's going to develop into another major project from there. It might, there might be paintings, abstract paintings. Okay, I'm intrigued because as I, I, I'd envisage maybe you were uh, buffing you know, pieces of pebble in various shapes to incorporate into some of the leather stuff. Oh no, no, them ones, the the ones that I put into the leather are like they're gemstones. Uh, they're gemstones. Yeah. I have to buy them. Mm-hmm. You know, but. I do make necklaces from, oh, Jasper. Yeah. And that's the ones that I collect myself. So what is what is Jasper then? Because I, I take it this, this comes from various bits of the UK where there are Jasper hordes of things. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a red stone. It's, it's got loads of spiritual connotations, but it's just a beautiful, beautiful red stone. And the, this colour, it matches your eyes, so you must be quite happy with that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just really sad. <laughs> so, the, the the stones and all of that. I mean, are there any big art world projects on the go at the moment? No, no, which is which is unusual for you. And I'm keeping it that way. Yeah, you're, you're taking a, a bit of a step back from that at the minute. Yeah, I just want to, you know, this thing where you, you think I've done everything for everybody else. Now I want to do a little bit of playtime for me. And if you can afford to do that, that's fantastic. And uh, it, it, I know uh, your uh, your good, uh, wonderful uh, partner Hannah has got probably working well towards Christmas. So is she keeping an eye on you to make sure you're having fun? Oh yeah, definitely, and not too much. <laughs> Keeps you under control. Uh, but I mean, what, what's, what's Hannah working on at the minute? Because very often she's got some amazing projects that uh, that you you don't necessarily see. I think this is what it is. It's the stuff that goes on in the background, particularly if you're working on something for somebody else who's a commissioner of some kind. No one really, really quite realises that the work that's going on behind the scenes. Well, she's just come out with a new range of, of cards. Mm-hmm. Cards, gift tags. She's just doing loads, building up her own painting collection. Yeah. Um, but we just we're constantly working and and that is the, 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 the part of the magic of it. it it's it's keeping that creativity going though because you do need to be inspired for this sort of stuff and it always amazes me how you've always got so many new and different things that are sort of bubbling over in the background that's the way I keep it interesting the more things you have on the go at one time for me because my brain's a bit wired the other way um, if, I, if I stop I'll get fed up 
Yeah, well, you always, I mean, seem to be buzzing, ready for the next thing. And I say there's always uh, something different. And this is a good bit about Facebook and Instagram, the way you can just share. So this is what I'm doing now. And then I'm sure you're contacted by loads of people. By the time your Hobo Santas were uh, you know, half an hour old online, there were people saying, well, how do I get these, weren't they? Yeah, that's, which is, it's, it's brilliant. That's good for me. Rich, it's nice to know that like people like to see what you're doing. You know, and not like to collect what you do, and that. But this is going to be you know, worth a fortune in in years to come. I can see this happening because you say it is such fine quality artwork uh, and everything. I mean, uh, you've 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 come up with all sorts of things, including your wonderful create uh, creation creatures made from assorted uh, kids' toys. Uh, I mean, they are still well sought after, aren't they? Yeah, I've actually somebody asked me if I'd do a, an exhibition of them. Um, which I'm in talks with somebody at the moment, so it means I've got to go car booting again. What a shame. <laughs> because these things are already all over the world. I know there is one that's pride of place at home. So, uh, <laughs> I, that, but they, they, these things are absolutely everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, they've gone, they've, well, they've, they've, actually there is some in Vegas. Well, they also, and as I was, I've been out in Vegas recently. I didn't spot them, but then again, I was mostly in casinos and buffets, so uh, <laughs> that's maybe not where they hang out. I mean, they, they, I don't think so. Well, what, what, so, what, give us the, the the collective name for these things. The others. So the the, the others are out there, yeah. and they, they, they do like to travel, as we say. But uh, I mean, they're they're amazing creatures, aren't they? They're wonderful. Schools have been in contact asking. How I make them, mm-hmm. and obviously with the health and safety, I can't go into schools and show kids how to make them because you've got to cut and then glue. And there's quite a lot involved in there. There are trade secrets as well. A hell of a lot of trade secrets. So it's one of those things that uh, it's artwork to behold and and let the professionals do it. But I mean, there is so much creativity out there, and I know that you do enjoy going to schools and, and working on stuff like that. Because I mean, that that keeps you busy as well, doesn't it? That's 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 wonderful to see a creative spark in kids. Mm-hmm. That's what helps, and that's where the whole brood panda thing came about, wasn't it? Because you were out there, and the, the amount of things that uh, it sort of spawned from that, whether it be the little fairy uh, doors that uh, were appearing as part of it as well, as uh, the friends of the pandas. And it, they, I know the pandas are on a bit of a hiatus at the minute. Have you have you heard from the giant panda recently? Well, there is actually Gemma Panda from the bakery. Mm-hmm. She's now going on loads of different tours. <laughs> People are sent the. They're taking the panda from the bakery, going on holiday, India, China, Japan, taking photographs, and then sending them back to um, Panda HQ. And it's saying what a great time she's having out there. She's loving every minute of it. That's that's all sounding good. Right, A lot of your work is made from recycled stuff. We were talking a short while ago about the others and how you end up at a car boot, picking up loads of great uh, bits and pieces of material in the shape of kids' toys, turning them into the others with personalities, each and every one of them of their own. But, I mean, recycling's a big part of what you do, isn't it? It's a massive part, Jason. Uh, the leather, most of the leather is... Uh, from you know when you go on on the side of the road and people have thrown out uh, settees or people are throwing out settees. Yeah, they get in contact with me, and I have the leather off the settees to make handbags. You skin a settee and turn it into something useful, new and different. And yeah. I mean, the back of a settee is often full leather, and it's just a massive piece of hide that you can make sure gets reused again. Oh, completely, completely. The arms, the cushions, and I've found a way now of how to clean leather. Um, which is trade secret. Okay, right. After a lot of experimenting. <laughs> um, and how to clean leather and make it smell back fresh and new. The things you get up to. I know, very sad. <laughs> but it, it's all part of the fun. And is, with the, uh, the the projects that you're working on at the minute, is, is there any little highlights that we can look out for? Um, projects, projects. Just I'm going to be doing a lot of craft fairs. Mm-hmm. Um, Bantock, Bantock House. Yes, we're at their Christmas fair. I think it's December. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, um, I'm no doubt be talking about that as we get closer to it. So that'll be good. And okay. I'd, I'm trying to make sure I get down there to see you at that one. Uh, but it, it, it's 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 that sort of thing. I mean, Christmas. Is in, and spring tend to be the, the the really big ones for this sort of thing, and it's if it's easier to be looking for that sort of Christmas gift that's something a bit different. Uh, and uh, the, the, uh, as the 
the the work that you've done in the uh, the art classes you've run in Brood in recent months has that uh, you know, inspired you uh, on to do anything? Because I know you come up with different ideas when you've been doing that. Oh well, we've put them on the back burner for yep. the meantime, mm-hmm. so we concentrate on our own work. But, but people are still carrying on doing, getting together, and doing their own work. It's sowing the seeds, isn't it, that makes a difference? And with the number of weeks that that ran for, I mean, was it the best part of 12 months that you were, you were giving people new ideas and giving different things to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's still people carrying on now, which is just... That's, that's, that's the wonderful, beautiful part about it. We don't have to be there. And people are on their own journey now. But you gave them so many different ideas, and it's a, having a theme each week must have been quite good fun. And uh, the way you came up with some of these, quite uh, quite surprising some of the different uh, techniques that you keep reusing. Most of the time, I never know what we were going to do anyway, so... <laughs> and before you know it, something else happens. So, yeah. and obviously, we, we, you've got the, the, the Bantock Craft Fair. That is, what, what can we expect to see there? Will the Hobo Santa be making an appearance at that one? He definitely will, with, along with the, uh, the leather. And I may actually... Uh, debut my new idea for leather and wood handbags. Okay, something a bit different. It is. Uh, I will guarantee that you won't have seen them before. Okay, so there's there's something else to look forward to. And I mean, in recent years, we've had t-shirt designs and the like uh, that you've been working on. Any little uh, little nuggets like that taking place at the minute? They're all still on the way and doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're all over. The, they've gone all over the world. So you sort of breathed life into it and now it's turned into a whole different animal. Yeah. It's like any project, Jason. Um, start off with the idea, get the idea, get it up and running, and then let it do its own thing. Wherever it goes, it, that's where it goes. Which is so cool. So we need to do some websites and stuff. So T-shirts, where can they be found? Uh, Sickboy. Dot com. Okay, let's look out for that one. Uh, there's the uh, Hannah's stuff. Where can we see Hannah's work? And that is on the process at the moment of building a web page. So we'll come back to that later. We've got to have a nat with Hannah at some point, so we'll do that at some point. We've got to do another video again where we can actually show some of your work off on the website. So I'll be over to have another little natter with you at some point. I mean, we can walk around the workshop and see what's going on there at the minute. Oh, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't recognise it. We've changed it round. Okay, right. So I look forward to seeing that. I've got, we've got to come over. I've got to come over for a couple with you, to be fair. So we'll do Definitely. that at some point in the near future. Uh, so uh, Hannah's working on her stuff, but we, we can certainly see uh, bits and pieces from uh, her online. So uh, give us full details of where we can find her on Facebook. You can find her at Hannah, Hannah Broadhead Art on so, Facebook. So look out for that. And the world of Robert Bower. So we've got uh, Brood Pandas. That is still picking up pictures from the, the Pandas' travels. Yep. Uh, so... Sick boy, uh, and then Robert Bowers. Robert Bowers, Robert Bowers, fine ass. Uh, is, yep. the, is the is the website? Is the website still doing its thing? I haven't a clue, Jason. <laughs> just, again, you've just sort of filled it with stuff and left it out there. So that's where people yeah. can see some of your sculptures. Or if they want to see one of your sculptures in real life, just take a look at uh, the uh, the fantastic uh, so, uh, motorbike rider uh, outside uh, Waitrose in Wolverhampton. That's right. Yep. And there's obviously various other public art pieces. Uh, there's the one for the Phoenix. Where was that one? That's in Dudley. That's in Dudley. So there's the stuff. Just there's a handful of things I know of that are out there. There's the stuff all over the country, though, isn't there? Oh yeah, definitely. Check out everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, keep doing that, Rob. Always good to speak to you. Thanks for having a natter with us today, and I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. And I'll get the kettle on. That's the way to do it. See you soon, mate. Ciao, mate. <laughs>
If you wanna take a trip, that's no problem I know you don't just talk to me cause I'm ballin' You say you don't like the way that I roll But being with you is my goal I know I leave you stressed when I'm on road The way I be riding around with my walls I got you on Instagram with my posts Taking pics with my gold chain You think I'm doing with my own thing Till I come and give you that soul train Like damn baby, I laugh when you say that I'm so crazy I grind in the day if tonight make me Come home in the night to the right lady It's all good when I pull up In the same hood where I grow up Everybody know that I know ya And I got some things I'm tryna show ya Not around this text a call Baby girl it's really hard to let you go And I got a lot of things to let you know If I push it too far it'll touch your throat The way you walk and you talk you sexy so Hey your bra and sexy pose I'm a homeboy he just got married Real talks with the next to go oh, oh. On Remembrance Sunday, Drum will be making their pilgrimage to Crewe and Alsager to the National Memorial Arboretum to tell us more about what's going on. I'm joined now by Dave. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, sir. So, uh, obviously, it's an important one every year, and we're a few weeks out, and we probably will talk close to the time as well. But, uh, obviously, Drum doing great work throughout the year, some brilliant fundraising. How's it all going in 2018? It's been, it's been pretty, pretty good, pretty intense. We've... Uh, We've got two charities uh, going, uh, getting funds this year. We've got um, True Paid that uh, they, they give parcels to soldiers that obviously don't have time to pack if anything happens to them in conflict, so they're just flown out. Mm-hmm. So they have a pack for them when they get here. Um, so uh, we, we're giving um, £1,000 to those. Yep. And we've got um, Daddy's Den, who uh, have respite... Uh, caravans for soldiers, combat stress, or families that need some time away to, to get reacquainted after injuries and so on and so forth. And we're giving a check to them. And we're actually doing it from two different um, uh, messages this year. Mm-hmm. One of them is the Wheat Chief in town, yeah. and the other one is the Harabee Arms. But the, the main event will be actually going from, from uh, the Harabee Arms, 
Yeah, that's where the troop will actually run from. Yeah. And as, as usual, uh, there'll be the breakfast, uh, the trip to Orwas and back. Obviously, the uh, the donation of the check to the Belgrade organisations. Um, and uh, everybody's welcome. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they all get to come along and uh, t- take part in uh, this actual remembrance. And it takes place on the 11th day of the 11th month uh, this year. So it is nice when Remembrance Sunday does fall on the 11th. And obviously that means that uh, it, it'll be even more poignant when you guys are heading up there to the National Memorial Arboretum. Yes, this is correct. Uh, it feels special to the guys when it falls on the 11th. So obviously there's, there's a lot that goes on and, and all the coordination that uh, brings this together. Uh, so uh, it, how many events have you, have you run this year? Because I know we've been talking about things like we had the, the May Day Bank Holiday stuff. And uh, to, to get that sort of funding, you, I know you've worked really hard as, as ever. We've uh, we've done fun days at, at uh, seven, eight times this year, mm-hmm. and there's, there's actually still one to come on uh, Halloween or the Sunday closest to on Halloween, which is uh, on the 28th, I believe. Yep, and that's at um, the Beehive off the Willingall Road. So look out for that one. Uh, what's the details for timing and and, and uh, what's going on down there? It's a it's a fun day. It's more uh, geared up for the children, obviously being Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Tom Bowler, Raffle. And various other events going on. Fancy dress, bobbing for apples, all of that. You know, we're trying to use the, the Halloween theme as well. But like, as I said, this one is mainly geared for children. So please pop along. So, yeah, check all that out. Uh, get down there. So uh, what time are they arriving? Uh, that's going to be from 2 till 7. And the uh, the details of the uh, the venue again? It's the Beehive Public House off the Willingall Road. Uh, you can check out the drum page. Mm-hmm. And, and please do. And it is out on there, and uh, yeah, make yourselves available, come and support us. So you're looking for drum dependents and relatives of uniformed military, that's what you're trying to find out on Facebook. Pop along there, check out all the details, you'll see all the updates, uh, and, and we'll, we will catch up immediately before, the, the week before you uh, head up to uh, ours for the um, uh, the event at the uh, National Memorial Arboretum. Find out what the total is then, because it is going to increase based on that fantastic event you've got coming up on the 28th of October. Yes, that is correct. Right. So please check in with us, and uh, as we said before, anybody who wishes to come, just let us know, and we'll find space for you. Dave, it'd be good to speak to you. Great to see uh, you doing this this fantastic work, and keep up the good work at Drum, because I know it is appreciated by all who are recipients and everyone who gets to take part. Because it's it's not only about the money; it's about the the thought and uh, everything that goes in to supporting the relatives. I know there are going to be relatives of uniform military who will be at these events as well. So it's great for them to see that support that they're getting. Yes, thank you very much for uh, thinking of us and putting us out on the show. No problem at all, Dave. Speak to you soon. Try for now. Okay, bye. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us back with episode 487 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.